Yeah, I hear ya. No, you listen. You guys locked me out on the patio, and I politely tapped on the window. Whoa, time out. With your gun. Mm, debatable. The weekly hangover. This will probably hurt, but you'll be thirsty for more. You guys, what is up? So, today I have one of my good friends online. Him and I have been friends since my sophomore year in college. At first, I really didn't like him. He just seemed like someone I really wouldn't get along with. When I first saw him, he had a huge boot around his knee. He had a huge, huge, disgusting staph infection. It was pretty nasty. But my friend Ian is a father. He's a husband. He's a phenomenal artist and a professional sand sculptor. Ian, what is up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Dude, it is going great, man. I'm finally finally glad I got you on the line, man. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just busy. Well, dude, so some of the people that don't know you, they may have seen you because you have been famous in a couple of different ways. Let me explain. So Ian and one of our other friends, uh, Nick Scholander, uh, did a video called How Animals Eat Their Food, where this video got 130 million hits on YouTube, and it's pretty crazy. But uh, you may have seen him, and you also may have seen him on TV, where Ian and his dad, they were doing sand sculpting. Where were you guys uh, doing that again? You guys got flown out to where? We were we were down in Siesta Key in Florida. Dude, that was awesome. I remember seeing that on TV, and I remember you showing me about it, dude. You and your dad are incredible at doing that. What what would you say your best piece is on the top of your head? I don't know. It's it's, it's weird because there's what would be the best and then what would be most fun because that would probably be, being on that show would probably be one of the most fun experiences. And we actually, I don't remember if I told you this or not, but we got the opportunity to do it again this past year and we went out to uh, San Diego. No, dude, you didn't. I don't think you told me that. Uh, how'd it go? Oh, I can't say because it didn't air yet, Dan. But I'm <laughs> sure you'll find out when it airs. <laughs> it hasn't aired yet? When is it going to air on TV? No. Um, I think it's supposed to air either this spring or like a little bit after, something like that. Okay. Well, I wish you could tell me, but whatever, dude. Even if I could, I definitely wouldn't tell you that. Mm, that's fair. I'm not even mad. So... Ian and I met when we were in college. Um, I don't even know when we started hanging out, but we were on the same dorm together, and we just kind of started chirping at each other and then just became friends. How, when did we start hanging out, man? Dude, I, I can't remember exactly. Honestly, I can't even remember exactly how we met or when we met or when we started hanging out, but the earliest like concrete memory that I have with you is you were hanging out in my room, I think, and you were, you know, just talking about how you weren't really going home because you lived in Cali and it was like a hike to go home for stuff. And Thanksgiving break was coming up and I was like, just, you know, trying to be nice to this guy that I was talking to. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess, you know, you, you could come home with me and hang out with my family if you want. And you were like, all right, cool. I'll see you. <laughs> I was like, uh, all right. So I called up my parents and I was like, hey, mom and dad, do you, uh, do you hear this guy from my dorm comes home with me? <laughs> and they were like, uh, sh sure. What's his name? I was like, uh, Dan. I remember that trip, but I don't, I didn't even know what holiday was for or what the break was, but I remember going home, dude. That was a pretty fun, but it was an expensive trip for me, dude. I spent like a, a couple hundred bucks and all I have to show was a t-shirt. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. We went to the Irish Fest in Smithville. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. 
but we went to the Irish festival. We went to uh, the boardwalk and like, honestly, I yep. spent, I spent like three or 400 bucks. I don't even know how and what like food, but all I got was a freaking t-shirt. But, you got to spend time with me. That's worth the money. Yeah, it was pretty good. I still, I still think I uh, need to make another trip out to New Jersey. I've only been out there, what, twice to see you? Yeah, twice now. Once for that, and then again for the wedding. That's right. I remember the last. So the last time I came up for your wedding, dude, it was kind of a nightmare to drive up there. So I don't remember which vehicle I had, but I I've never driven up there by myself. So when I was driving up, I had to drive completely all the way around. I I got stuck at some ferry, and they're like, "Yeah, the ferry won't be around here for another half hour. Um, and then it'll take an hour and a half to get across, or you could drive around." I, it was such a nightmare do you do you remember any of this yes yeah dude i didn't i still don't know why you took the ferry well i guess if you don't know where you're going then you would automatically take the ferry no absolutely i had no idea where i was going i was all i all i knew was point a to point b and i had no idea of the in-between <laughs> fair enough yeah and that's, that's a rough drive when you're only staying for like a day or two it's not really worth it yeah i know and like so when ian got married I was like, hey, man, I'm coming up for the wedding. And he's like, all right, well, cool. And I told him, I was like, well, I'm staying at your place. And so I wasn't in the wedding, but I wanted to be out there for, you know, the whole weekend just because I wanted to hang out. And, and then I only got a couple, like, I think a couple days off from work. So I came out, what, like a day before and, you know, went yeah. out went out and we did, like, all your bachelor stuff. You know, I was a part of that. So I'll, I'll take that. To, I'll take that to the bank. Has there been a wedding that you've been to that you have not either been in the party or like an honorary member? Um, because somehow I think every single wedding that I've seen you attend at, mm-hmm. you're in the in the wedding party. Well, dude, I can't help it that I'm a friends with a ton of people. I'm a <laughs> I'm a good person, man. You don't know this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would uh, agree with that statement. No, I would definitely say that I've <laughs> I've got a good couple of solid friends. So I'm either an honorary member or I'm in the wedding or trying to get into the wedding. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, all jokes aside, I would say that you're you're one of the more uh, like ride or die friends that any of us has had. I'll take that to the bank. So after the wedding, what has been up with you and Gina? How's that going? Oh, it's been good. We have just been crazy busy because. Uh, after the wedding um we moved into a new house and we got that all situated and then we had our first child so we had little baby rose um in september Mm -hmm. and she actually has the did you know she has the same birthday as gina i did not know that so they share a birthday and then you know just going through all the first first baby stuff like you know different holidays and everything and then obviously this is just uh a quick summary but then we moved again because our house we were renting they just randomly decided to sell it because they were about to go into foreclosure Mm. so then we moved into a new house and now we've been there since uh july i think and now we are expecting another child so we're having a little baby boy at the end of may I knew you guys were having another kid because I saw that uh, reveal, the sand sculpture revealed. Yeah. But I I just didn't know what it was. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't watch the end of the video. <laughs> um, but that's awesome, man. Uh, when is uh, Little Man due? He's due um, May 31st. 
May 31st, dude. Uh, what are some names you guys are floating around with? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying the names. Because <laughs> the problem with names is, like with Rose, we didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. what her name was until an hour, almost two hours after she was born. Oh, uh, okay. Because we had a couple names in mind. But when you start saying names, people just start giving their opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier to just have the baby and then say, oh, by the way, this is their name. Because then people can't really say anything about it. They're just like, oh, okay, full name. <laughs> How did you guys uh, land on Rose? Um, we had knocked Rose around a little bit uh, in the very beginning. Not for any reason. We just kind of liked it. It was a classy, classic name that you don't hear too much anymore. And uh, then we kind of discarded it and went in a couple different directions. And we actually had some pretty strong boy names at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was, we've had a hard time coming up with uh, girl names to compete with it. But then just we, uh, but then just the morning that Rose was born, we just looked at her and just said that her name's Rose. That, that's her name. That's just what it is. She's Rose. That's cool, man. So say here, man. What are what's the boy's name? Give me some names you're floating with. You gotta say, <laughs> man. Let's hear it. All right. So the one name is Oliver. Solid. And the other one is Callum. C-A-L-L-U-M? Yep. Dude, both are solid names, man. And uh, I just heard my wife yell from the other room, no one better steal her baby names. So out of all the <laughs> listeners, you can't have those names. Those are booked, so you can't take them. Oh, well, I don't have any kids in the near future, so I won't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That's cool, man. How's uh, um, how's Gina holding up with uh, the baby in her? She's good. Yeah, she's good. Uh, just... Starting to get tired now. Uh, she was never, she never was uh, suffering from morning sickness with Rose, and she didn't really have that problem at all this time either. Um, it's it's kind of one of those weird, like knock on wood things. But she, as far as pregnancies go, her pregnancy was pretty smooth sailing the first time, and it's been pretty good this time. <laughs> so hopefully it stays that way. But yeah, she's just starting to get tired, and I'm sure it gets exhausting running around after a, a year and a half year old carrying around another child and you i'm sure you're no help no absolutely not i'm the actually i guess it depends on who you ask <laughs> dude um i saw uh, molly's instagram that she was in california the other day or recently yeah molly went to cali for a week or 10 days or something like that she went with school that's cool man i uh I randomly like said like oh like where are you at and she said I think at one point she was in Laguna Beach I was like oh right on you know have fun yeah she she had no idea where she was she was like all I know is I'm in California <laughs> that's cool dude it seemed like she had a good time yeah I I always liked Cali I, I miss it sometimes it was nice to go back out there for a little bit in San Diego dude I love San Diego so much the weather's incredible the only thing I don't like about California is uh, it's expensive and it kind of ruined the beginning part of my life <laughs> <laughs> other than that other than that it's freaking great man oh yeah other than that it's perfect but dude um besides that how's your new job how's uh how's that working out i know you are now in the office of your job explain that a little bit yeah so i um i work in a in a marble and granite company i used to work in the industry and i installed and then um i was working with youtube for a while so i stopped and then um Afterwards, I went back into the industry, and I was working in the warehouse. I was the warehouse manager there for a little over a year, and then they bumped me up into the office. So that's been cool because the hours are kind of more consistent and more uh, predictable. So that's nice for, uh, for you know, for Gina and for being able to make doctor's appointments and being able to run home if I need to and things like that. But uh, one of the big issues is that 
I went from running around on my feet, you know, for eight to 12 hours a day, and now I'm just sitting on my butt. And I'm sure that my pants are going to start not fitting soon, and things are just going to go downhill from there. And next thing you know, I'm going to be 40 and 300 pounds. Yeah, dude, you're going to get real fat real soon. Yeah. I mean, no question. I work, I work in an office and I, I'm at a desk all day and I, dude, I try to go for two walks a day, but that's only for like 15 minutes, dude. It doesn't help. And I hit the gym, but dude, sitting down, dude, get fat. Oh, it just hits you so hard. Like, and I, I try and trick myself into thinking that, um, making a difference. I just don't use my phone, like intercom system. I'll just get up and go walk over and talk to the person. But Mm -hmm. I mean, who am I kidding? That doesn't actually do anything. No, it doesn't, dude. It It'll uh, make you feel good for like a minute, and that's about it. Right. I'll just feel better about my fat as it's going. So when you're not working and you are sand sculpting and you're not in any of the competitions, are you still drawing anymore? Are you still doing any type of, um, I don't know, computer art? I am doing art when I can, but most of my creative energies end up going towards sand sculpting when it comes up. Uh, like the computer's just tucked away in the spare bedroom, mm-hmm. which is going to be the new baby's room. And it's just, I don't know. It's its nice to do stuff when I can, but when it comes down to it, I'd rather just spend time playing with Rose or hanging out with Gina. So yeah, well, it is what it is. Yeah, it's not like you have a ton of extra time, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Any extra time that I have, I end up just wanting to go to sleep anyway. Exactly. When you, so when you and your dad actually does um does Matthew help your dad at all sand sculpt? Matthew does help out when he can, but not so much with the sculpting. He'll um definitely help out when it comes to like the physical labor because all the, whenever we do jobs, most of the time we have to import and then export the sand ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it'll be you know trucking in. 10 to 20 sands and then shoveling it and wheelbarrowing it into into the site so that'll take uh, you know six to ten hours doing all that so he definitely helps out with that but then uh usually the sculpting is just me and my dad so take me through a, a brief process how do you go, so you guys bring it in and then you so uh a typical job would be we get the sand trucked in dumped outside and then uh, a lot of time since we're so close to atlantic city we do the jobs in the casinos Mm -hmm. so then we'll have to shovel up the wheelbarrows and wheelbarrow in through like the kitchens or you know the back doors and go up through elevators and escalators and all roundabout ways to wherever the site is and then we'll dump the sand there and we build wooden forms uh kind of like i guess you could think of like a cake mold with different tiers of different sizes and we fill up each one of those boxes with sand and water and just tamp it and pack it real tight uh, until it's full and then go to the next one a little bit smaller up until you have the the height and the sizes that you need and then we'll let it sit usually overnight to let it uh, just drain through and get as solid as possible and then you start from the top take it off it's a solid block and then you just sculpt your way down from there. Dude, you and your dad do incredible work. I've seen handfuls and handfuls of you and your dad's work, and it's it's phenomenal. You could literally, you could probably say it. It's like anything that you guys can imagine or draw, you and your dad can do. It. You guys are incredible, man. Yeah, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You'll have to let me know what you think of uh of the show when it airs this time. <laughs> what show is it gonna be on? It's gonna be on the Travel Channel again. It's uh, it's like the same exact thing, but this time it's called sand blasters instead of sand wars okay right on and so you don't know when that's going to air yet no don't don't let us know hopefully soon because they were saying maybe like march or april but that's coming up pretty fast so (laughs) 
So who knows? That's cool. Speaking of uh, March, um, that's when Kevin, uh, their babies do. That's dude. I know. You know what? Their due date is actually my dad's birthday. Is it the 28th? Or when is it? No, it's 27th. 27th. Okay, that's right. I knew it was yeah. somewhere at the end of March. That's that's awesome, though, dude. Uh, they're pretty excited. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. It's funny hearing them, hearing Kevin talk about stuff and just remembering what it was like as you know building up to the first kid yeah dude i i think they're gonna be great like you know they've got a solid relationship and um you know they both have good jobs so i think they're just gonna work out fine yeah oh yeah i'm sure that i'm sure they will it was funny though uh i i said something to you about it but uh when kevin was talking about the minivan yeah. i am we immediately jumped in the minivan <laughs> we've immediately jumped on the minivan train because i mean we said we're gonna have more kids we're gonna fill it up we want the space in the back because we love to go to the beach and, you know, truck around all our stuff. And just SUVs just don't have the, the space in the back. So we just went for it. Just went for it right away. Dude, I think that a minivan or a van is so, it's so idealistic for having lots of people in it. Dude, I, I would get one right now. I don't even have a family, bro. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I, How is your car doing anyway? Oh, gosh, dude. All right. So <laughs> you heard uh, last week and like, that the wheel fell off, right? <laughs> right. All right. So the update of that is today, I'll just jump right into that. So I told my supervisor, not Jordan, but my immediate supervisor, he's he's a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that has a guy for that guy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's one of those good scenarios. Yeah. So no, like he is a utility man. Anything that you need like help with, he's going to help you with. So I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I got another notice on my car yesterday and he was like oh kind of notice i was like oh just that it's gonna get towed and so i put a note on it and i was like please do not tow um because they, <laughs> they said it was inoperable and i was like okay this is becoming a real freaking nightmare and then he's like hey don't worry about it i got it covered and i was like okay what do you mean he's like okay stop worrying about it i got it covered so he uh my supervisor he's from the dominican republic and he speaks spanish mm -hmm. english and another language but he's uh he got on the phone he started speaking in spanish like you know super fast and then he um, right. and then he hung up the phone he's like all right i got it covered he's like i'm gonna have uh my friend go pick up your car on a flatbed um towing truck um, he's like, it's going to cost 50 bucks to pick it up. He's going to go take it to a shop and he's going to get it fixed for you. And I was like, uh, well, awesome, man. I don't, you know, I don't have any money until like next week, but he's like, don't worry. He's like, don't worry about it. I got it covered. And I was like, dude, like you, you know, no, you can't do this. And he's like, bro, I got it covered. So he, he was like, all right, they're going to pick it up now. And, uh, and then it'll be good. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Sounds great. And then, uh, Mike, my, my supervisor got a phone call and he said, Hey, um, there's an issue. There's another tow truck at your place and the police are there. I was like, what are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm at work and I'm like literally just super busy at the moment. I was like, oh my gosh. So, uh, I had to, so what happened was I had to call my homeowners association and they're like, yeah, well, we put a notice on the car and we were going to have it towed because it, we thought it was a, an abandoned vehicle. And I was like, well, that's my vehicle and it's not abandoned. I just need to get a part. And you know, I'm really getting frustrated and upset. Right, at, right. Yeah. So the whole bit. And then, so, and then uh, they were like, all right, we'll call the towing company and then we'll just, uh, we'll tell them not to come. They're like, well, when can you have it picked up? And I was like, well, we're going to get it picked up today, this and that. And then, so later on, this is when they got the uh, I got a phone call. He's like, he's like, well, there's another towing company here and there's police here. 
So I drove to I drove to where I live and there was no cops in the other place. They already left. But I guess the cops just showed up just because when like a tow or a repo happens, I guess they want to be there just for like backup or safety. I'm not right. I'm not 100 percent sure. But um, I got there and there was a the towing company was uh, my car was already loaded on the flatbed. But at first, I didn't know which towing company it was. I didn't know if it was like, <laughs> right. I was like, hey, did Mike call you? And then one of the guys, he's like, no. And I was like, oh, crap. And then uh, and then the other guy, I was like, hey, did Mike call you? And he's like, oh, yeah, Mike, we're going to get your car fixed and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, man, thank you. So that's the update as of now. I mean, I'm going to get it fixed in a couple of days. But then I'm going to try to sell it and just buy a new vehicle. Dude, that thing's a death trap. It's literally trying to kill me inside of it. Yeah, I think it's time to move on. Dude, I don't. That's, that's clutch, though. I know, dude. I'm I'm very excited, and it's very it's a good thing to know people in like good places, you know. Oh, for sure. He's helped me out in more 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 ways than none. Shout out, what's up, Mike? <laughs> but oh, speaking of Mike, dude, how's your cousin, man? Did he? Did I tell you that he moved? Yeah, I've talked to him since he moved to North Carolina. Yeah, so he was living here, and he was looking for work and he started working with me at Stonecrafters and then he just wasn't feeling it. So he left and then his dad got a job in North Carolina. So he went down there and lived with his dad. And then he came back here for a little bit for like a month and then he went back there again. And that's where he's at now. I think he's, I think he's there for good now. Yeah. I've talked to him a little bit. Uh, we talked a couple, maybe about a month ago, because my mother and my brother, they live in Wake Forest, North Carolina, you know? Yeah, oh, right, right. And then I was talking to him, I was like, yeah, next time I'm up there, we'll meet up. But every time I've been up there was just to visit and hang out. So, But I definitely want to hit him up, because it's really not that far. Like, I'm two and a half hours away from Wake Forest, so probably another 20, 30 minutes on top of that to where he's at. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I've talked. Yeah, just I've only talked to him a little bit. I haven't talked to him too much, but I definitely like to meet up with him. He's he's a cool dude. We'll get him to meet up with you, and then you both can come here. Dude, do you know how much of a nightmare that'd be to that is to drive up there, man? It would be awful. I don't know which one of you I'd feel bad for. Well, all right, let's think of it this way. First off, you don't have any free time. That's the first thing, right? <laughs> so you have no free time. The second thing. It's extremely far. Third thing, you have a new baby on the way, and you have you have a newborn. As of how old how old is Rose again? A month, uh, year and a half. Yeah. Step one, two, three, dude. That's it's not a, it's. <laughs> I yeah. Let's right, let's right. let's say it's now gonna you're happen. Just, I, you're just making you're just you're just making excuses, Dan. All right, I got a I got a reciprocal for you. How about you come and visit me? Yeah. All right. Well, listen. You have no free time. Mm -hmm. I've got a baby, mm. and I've got a new one coming on the way. So step one, two, three, right there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Let's. I'll make a deal with you. Well, uh -huh. Once I get my car situation figured out, and once I have a long weekend, like I can take off. I have, I have like forty-five or something hours of over pay time off that I have to use. So I'll just use some of that. But dude, I would love to come up for a solid weekend. You know, come up what like probably come up Thursday night or Friday morning and just hang out until. Sunday morning. That'd be cool. I'd be down for that. Heck yeah, dude. Let's see if we can plan that, you know, like seven years from now. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> but dude, besides uh, sand sculpting and drawing and working and everything else and having a baby, what else is up with you, man? Uh, not too much, man. That that about sums it up right now. 
you know, it, you come around to the new year, so you make resolutions to do things. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't really even bother because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to set myself up for failure. So I didn't, didn't set like any outrageous or out of the ordinary resolutions. I didn't want to set a, a like a health goal for myself. Cause I was like, well, yeah, I'm not going to meet that one. I'm probably not going to get any better or worse than I am right now. So I don't feel like disappointing myself in that. So really just, just working, working a heck of a lot. And just, dude, it's weird having a kid, just watching them grow, watching them grow up and watching them learn things. Kids are so smart. It's kind of weird. I know the kids are smart. Obviously, I don't have any kids, but I hang out with Jordan and Kidder and their three kids, dude. Kids are so smart. They pick up things so freaking quick, man. Yeah, the things that they start doing just because they saw you do it, it's it's unreal. It is, and I am not ready for a kid yet, but dude, cheers to you, man. You've got one and then one on the way, and you're married. Dude, that's that's a lot, man. Yeah, man, it's, it's a blast, though. It's definitely... It's definitely the best two coming on three things that have ever happened to me. And it's funny when they when they fixate on things. Like she learned how to say turtle mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and now everything is. She just looks for turtles everywhere, and just everything is a turtle. Don't you and your doesn't your don't you guys have uh, turtles in your downstairs of your like basement? That's where she learned to say it because oh, there's okay. still that tank full of turtles in the basement. And now every time we go to my parents' house, she just walks in the door and just looks around and says. Turtle? Turtle? That's cool, man, dude. Um, how far do you guys live from your parents' house? Not far. Uh, it's probably like 20, 25 minutes tops. Oh, that's not bad at all. But we At our old house, we were like five minutes. We were like right down the road. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was, I don't know, it was, it was convenient and inconvenient because it was nice because they were always there and it was easy to stop by if we wanted to. But then at the same time, uh, there was one Saturday, there was one Saturday that uh I was like, oh, great, I don't have work, I can sleep in, and we were just hanging out, and it was like, I don't know, 8.30, and all of a sudden there was a knock at our front door, and they'd ridden their bikes over, and we're just standing in our doorway. <laughs> Dude, let's talk about it real quick. What's uh, what's one thing you want to get off your chest, say to the crowd, anything you want to say, man? What do you got? Oh, man. You know one thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately? What's that? Is... Things appear different uh, as you get older and as you go into different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was talking with my dad because one thing that my dad brings up more than any other person and any other topic ever is uh, uh, Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about that and just how, <laughs> how uh, I, don't, I don't know, how that would appear now like now that i'm out of it and i'm like years past and responsibilities have changed and just like things that i did when i was younger and how they weren't necessarily bad but i look back and i'm just like wow why did i do that so for the people that are curious what we're talking about the shark tank when we were in school together we had a fight night was it every tuesday yeah so we had this little Fight Club, anyone that wanted to throw down with some boxing gloves, anyone that wanted to settle a score, have fun, you know, get get a little roughed up. But Ian was in there. He had a couple of matches, and, and there were some slobber knockers, man. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's just, oh, man, that was some fun times. It was fun, but then just looking back, I'm like, man, we thought we were so cool. It's like you watch Fight Club one time <laughs> when you're in college, and then everybody thinks that they can 
suddenly be a like a street fighter. Well, that's what I did with my MMA career. I wanted to do it. Well, you are a professional. <laughs> nah, not quite. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like you know, you look back and you want to. You're like, oh, those things were crazy, and and I don't know why. Maybe I why did I do some of those things? But you know, it was a it was a season in life. We we're all in college. We didn't have a care in the world. All we had to do is wake up and go to class. You know. Yeah, I guess I guess the thing that. I, that I think about is not so much like why did I do that or, or anything, but it's just funny how your priorities change and how your perception of things change. Oh, for sure. And I don't know, I guess that just getting married and then having a kid changes like a lot. I don't know, you just look at things a lot differently. Well, yeah, you know, it's part of growing up and, you know, fulfilling your life. I'll definitely say you're uh, you're doing a good job, man. Keep it up. Yeah, thanks, man. That's no problem, dude. All right, any any last thing you want to say, bro? No, man, just want to say thanks for having me on. It's been a blast. Uh, I'm glad I started listening to your podcast. And uh, just I guess thanks to everybody else that's out there listening that uh, enabled Dan to keep doing what he's doing. Dude, thank you so much, man. All right, buddy, I'll talk to you soon. This has been another episode of The Weekly Hangover. Peace.